It's time for another Q&A today from one of our amazing Facebook group community members. Today's question comes from Jamie. She asks, I'm building up for a marathon. Is there a limit on how far of a run I can take my dog on? This is such an important question, Jamie, and thanks for asking. Are you building up your mileage and curious how far your dog can run with you too? Keep listening as we dive into this question. Hey, trail runners. Welcome back to the Canacross Made Simple podcast, where we break down the basics of getting started in Canacross. If you're a beginner interested in learning more about the sport of Canacross and having it explained as simple as possible, then you've come to the right place. Hey, I'm Shannon Wasak, and today we're answering more great listener questions. I hope you're as excited as I am. Enjoy. Before we get started, I just wanted to give a quick reminder that if you're new to Canacross and have questions, you can book an online coaching session with me and we'll get all of your questions answered so you can get out on the trails in a safe and fun way with your pup. Just drop me an email at canacrossmadesimple at gmail.com. Now back to today's episode. So can your dog train to run a marathon with you? The short and general answer is yes, but there are things to consider. One being your dog's breed. There are dogs that are more suited to running longer distances and some that it just isn't possible. Have a listen to episode 35 where I go into much more detail on this. But as a quick example, a pug or other brachycephalic breeds would not be the type of dog that you could run long distances with. Also consider body type. Smaller dogs like corgis probably won't be able to handle long distance endurance running. Second, your dog needs to be old enough. They need to be fully developed physically. The general rule is that they need to be a year old and closer to 18 months for large breeds. It's always a good idea to get your dog checked at your trusted veterinarian before beginning a training program, especially a longer one like a marathon, even if they are fully grown. You also need to consider whether or not your dog likes running in general, and specifically long distances. Are they wagging their tail and excited when you're getting ready to head out for a run, or do they hide somewhere to avoid it? Are they keeping up on the runs or dragging after a short time? You never want to force your dog to run with you. It's easy to gauge our own enthusiasm around an activity like running. We need to assess our dog's interest too, instead of just assuming that they want to be our running partner. Consider external factors like weather. Are you beginning your training in the dead of summer? Obviously, this won't work for your dog's training. Even if you avoid the hottest parts of the day, the humidity of the summer is dangerous for your dog, especially if you're adding in long distances. Are they long-coated or short? Consider this when thinking about the time of year you're training. A short-coated dog in a super cold climate isn't going to be an ideal situation. Also, Canacross is meant for running on trails, not pavement. So if trails aren't accessible to you on a regular basis, then you should only be taking your dog with you when you have access to a trail. Over time, running on pavement can cause joint problems, inflammation, stiffness, and pain. Even with running on trails, you want to be mindful of any changes in your dog's gait, monitor them for stiffness, fatigue, overheating, or behavior changes. Regularly check their paw pads for any damage. Dogs need to build up their running gradually, just like humans do. Is your dog full of energy and can run miles and miles? Maybe, but that doesn't mean that they should. If you don't build up gradually, then they're at a greater risk of injury. So what does a marathon training plan look like for a dog? Just like humans, every dog is individual. If your dog is completely new to running, a good place to start is active play training. Things like fetch are a good place to start to gauge your dog's current endurance level. It's a fun way for you both to begin being active versus beginning with an intense workout plan. You may be training for a marathon, but if your dog is new to running, then they need to start at the beginning. 
There are lots of free training plans out there that you can find and use. If your dog is completely new to running, try the Couch to 5K plan. Once they're doing well there, you can move on to a 10K training plan and then a half marathon until you work your way up to a marathon training plan. Be sure to give your dog plenty of rest days to recover. On your dog's rest days, you can use these days to go out on solo runs to work on your own running fitness. Adding in some cross training for both you and your dog is an important step. Activities like swimming, hiking, working in some proprioception exercises are all things to consider within your training schedule. The general rule is to only increase mileage by 10% each week. And by all means, if you or your dog need to repeat a week or two, then you should definitely do so. Minimizing the chance for injury should always be a priority. And of course, this is supposed to be fun for your dog as well as for you. So if you're pushing too hard, then it won't be fun for your dog anymore and they'll lose motivation to be your running partner. Always remember to carry water for your dog and to make sure they're hydrated throughout the week, not just before and after you go for a run. You can always add some water to their food and or a little broth or some tuna or whatever else your dog finds tasty to their drinking water to encourage hydration. And be mindful that you're including your dog in a warm-up routine and a cool-down. These are important steps for your dog just as much as they are for you, the human. Thanks so much for posting your question in the Facebook group, Jamie. We can't wait to follow your progress and cheer you on. And thanks so much for spending some time with me today. If you have any questions about getting started or would like to go a little deeper in a private coaching session, then please email me at canacrossmadesimple at gmail.com and we'll get you set up. Don't forget to join our Facebook group at bit.ly forward slash learn canacross so you can post your questions to be answered on the show and learn more about canacross. Before you go, if today's episode helped clear up some of your confusion or frustration on your Canacross journey, please head over to iTunes, subscribe, and leave a review so together we can help others not only learn more about this amazing sport, but also help them to discover this podcast so they can find answers to some of the questions that come up when getting started. I hope you enjoyed today's show as much as I did. I look forward to connecting with you in our private Facebook community. Now get those tails on the trails, and until next time, bye for now. Still have questions? If you feel you need a little more one-on-one time, I'm now offering 30-minute coaching, aka strategy sessions, to give you more personalized attention. We'll hop on Zoom and clear up any confusion you're having with equipment, commands, getting your dog to pull, etc. If this sounds like something you need, please email me at canacrossmadesimple at gmail.com and we'll make it happen.